Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Free Men and a Little Virus. Uh, yeah, my name's Mark, I'm the one that tries to hold it all together, and I'm joined by our irregular comedians. They are Mr. AMJ, Adam Morrison-Jones, and Mr. Paul Tingy. This is Series 2, Episode 17, and I'm calling it Embarrassing. Yes, this week we've got a little bit of news, not too much, because we've got quite a long quiz this week. It goes on quite a bit, because our uh, celebrity guest is quite chatty, which is good though, it's good. We talk about Suggs popping into a local venue and AMJ just missing him and Paul being all upset about it because he missed him. Uh, we talk about Mimic Masters, another update on that, the uh, show that's happening very, very soon at that venue that Suggs was at. The Seven Foot Delivery, shall we say. Yes, it was sent to embarrass a mate and I think it did the trick. And we talk about the swimming pool that is a little bit different from your regular swimming pool. And then, of course, the quiz with our celebrity guest. Yes, another comedian from the Kent area. And uh, it's good. It's a really good one this week. So sit back and relax. Enjoy another week of Free Man and a Little Virus. <sighs> so how are you guys? Wonderful. Um, I, 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 did, did anyone like see who came to visit Faversham at what now in Baltic House? No. Who? Was it? Oh. Oh. Um, Sharon Jackson. She was there. Was Paul Jackson there? Paul Jackson was there. Michael Jackson? AMJ. AMJ missed it. Not not Michael Jackson. Santa. Was Santa there? I I, I turned up for work at three o'clock. Well, I suppose in some ways he was. Uh, I showed up at three o'clock because that's when uh, I started this year. And I was informed that a celebrity guest had been there. Probably. Paul, who who is like your ultimate like celebrity hero? Like someone you'd want to meet from the music world? (laughs) He wasn't, was he? Who? Michael Ball. (laughs) you know what i just quick comedy if that would have been a thing guy. do you know what that's beautiful that would have been awesome oh sorry uh, sorry mj um all right oh the cheeky girls no uh it was sucks oh you you're making a serious reference yeah, he came in for a drink, and I missed it by about thirty minutes. Does he live near by now? I I don't know. There seems to be a lot of people in Faversham. Like one of the hairy bikers the other day, Vic Reeves, and Bob Geldof. It, it's been it's been a crazy time in that little key. Vic Reeves lives other side of Ashford. Yeah, because there's a very very good butcher's next door. Where everyone it's not, seems it's to not come really far. Meat. There is there is the road going from Ashford to Faversham, and it's quite a nice drive as well. So he probably uh, enjoyed that. He, he probably just jumps on and then goes. Do you know what? I'm going to get me some sausage. Cheers. 
I'm sure. Is that why most people go to the Baltic House? Well, for sausages. (laughs) (laughs) They they come for Mimic Masters, where tickets are on sale now, but they are selling fast. Tell us more, especially about the one judge that there is. Well, we've booked, let's just say, some brilliant (laughs) acts. Uh, We've got a guest judge who is Mr. Mark Cridlin. He sounds like a strapping hell of a guy. He is indeed. I'm I'm surprised we got him. I'm going to be emceeing it. It features Paul Tiggy, Ben Pransky, Trevor Feelgood, and someone to be confirmed. Not because it's a special celebrity, because I haven't booked anyone yet. Another judge? Things I I told you I would be a judge, not the judge. Now I've got a lot of pressure on my shoulders. I've got all this pressure. And it's like, what am I doing? You've got any pressure on your shoulders. Why would you be sitting there going, I don't want to hurt their feelings? It's me. Yeah. Trev. Um, The the major thing is Trev, Trevor Feelgood has turned this into a, the thing we do on Wednesday show versus the live in the dream show. And and I messaged him going, you do know AMJ is the host and Cridland is the judge. Yeah. But so it's it's a bit one-sided at the moment. So it's them versus it's, you, Paul. That's yeah. it. It's and them versus I, and you. Said, and I said, and Cridland hates me, so it's not as if I'm going to get great scores from him. <laughs> and if I'm honest, if it's about getting viewers and, and more listeners to this, then I've got a feeling you might win. <laughs> 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 like, it's not. There's it, it, no real prize other than a little trophy. I was told there was a thousand pounds. Were you told there was a thousand pounds? Yeah. Oh. And a photo opportunity with Suggs. If he comes back, I was so gutted. I just want. I just keep, wanted like to try and get him to leave a message for you. Keep him there until the nineteenth of May, because you know that's, that's my birthday is on the fifteenth. So I'd. Quite happily have that as a delayed birthday present. Well, that's quite good, like, just sugs there. Cold, <laughs> shaking, freezing, starving. Where <laughs> he's just been held in a gazebo. Can I with with a no. chain around his neck going, here, here's your birthday present. I got you a Suggs. And, and I would say, oh, Suggs, there really is another version of you. <laughs> that's not Suggs. That's that guy from the specials. <laughs> Reminds me of Dover, the specials. Hey. Oh, dear. You, you, you can't say that. No. What? Reminds you of Dover, the specials. Yeah, it does. What? What? Oh, Ghost Town. No, that's not what I meant. Not at all. It's, uh, <laughs> it's all those other more uplifting songs that they do that made me think of Dover. Like They've done too much, too much, too young. Yep, Dover done too much, too young, um, and that's why the River Dower is so thin now. They done too much there. So anyway, what anyway, have you guys been up to this week? You're listening to River Chat on BBC Four. <laughs> We're talking about how salting a river can make it smaller. So, Kersney Abbey. So, been up to anything good this week? Anything interesting at all, apart from Suggs? He done Suggs as well. Apparently I didn't so. do Suggs. I only saw Suggs. I would have done him. Oh, you would have, Geraldine. Too right, I would have done. Who wouldn't you do, Geraldine? I think that would be easier to work out on the list. Uh, get, give me three names of people you think I probably shouldn't do. 
the bloke who played Nigel in EastEnders. Well, I tell you, I've had him. Have you had the bloke who played <laughs> Nigel in, it, in EastEnders? It's when he was an extra in the TV sitcom Bottom with Rick Mail and Aid Edmondson. And he was playing a, a robber. They, they tied him up. And I just couldn't help myself. Fair play. Dominic Littlewood? I like his gruff voice. And and what I like to do as well is I like to position it when we do it outside so the sun shines on his bald spot and I can blind the people I don't like. Uh, I was going to say David Dimbleby, but that's not the guy from... Uh, who am I thinking of? The, the guy who does all the auctions, David... Oh, David Dickinson. David Dickinson, not David Dimbleby. I tell you what, there's a reason why he's got Dick in his surname. And I tell you what, he is the Duke. He's the Duke of Thrust, I tell you. Is he known uh, as the Duke of Thrust? He is known as the Duke. But is not he? Thrust. Yeah, he's known as the Duke. On that note, I've got a news story, actually. Have you? Is about... it about David Dickinson? <laughs> is it David Dickinson getting... It... It's, it reminded thing. me of this news story <laughs> in that uh, a a guy decided to prank his mate on his birthday by getting a company to build a seven foot something out of metal and then oh. deliver it to his front garden uh, in a very conspicuous way. Now, what would this seven-foot thing be that's just reminded me of the news story from what we were just talking about? In, in, the, in the words of Phoenix Knights, it's a seven-foot cock and balls, man! It is! It was it's indeed. Like it's a it's snake! It's a snake! Snake's eggs! <laughs> oh, do you know what, though? This, is, this kind of thing I find hilarious, and I'm glad none of us have ever won the lottery. Wow, what? yeah. <laughs> because one it like solid like steel, like he'd made like a really big sculpture of this cock and balls. Yeah, so in this, it's, uh, yeah, he wanted it delivered in such a way to ensure maximum visibility and embarrassment. Uh, all because um, the, the birthday boy himself had, had had quite a bad time and quite, uh, you know, gone, gone through the mill during all covid so his mate wanted to cheer him up so yeah he actually got a, a local steel fabricator to come up with uh, this um seven foot tall steel penis and balls which is well, awesome was it like Troy? um and there's like a load of his mates smuggled in and they broke the covid lockdown rules by smuggling a seven foot shaft and they came out of the end like little sperm there's just a sperm that'd be amazing <laughs> I'd, I'd like if he could use it as a fountain afterwards. What they did do, actually, was to make sure um, to give even more embarrassment was um, the actual the steel penis itself was, was wrapped in black cellophane. And one of the requests from the mate who ordered it, um, I've got the statement here, it says, um, needed to be galvanised so that it could be kept in the garden if he wanted to keep it. And then the other one needs to be wrapped with enough polystyrene balls so that when opened, they flood out everywhere. <laughs> and I, I also think it would be amazing, because, um, you know, the hairdressers have opened back up. Mm. If they just got some of the hair from the hairdressers and just put it on the balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
That's some effort, isn't it? I just it's love awesome. stuff like that. I love it. It um, the guy actually he didn't keep it. He put it on Facebook on Marketplace. Do you know how much for? How much would you pay for a seven-foot steel penis statue? From experience, that's priceless. <laughs> I'd say if I was after one, or if one just came up on uh, marketplace, what do you? Want? I'd say five hundred quid. Five hundred quid if I was after a stainless steel. Well, I can do you a deal on that. I could do you a deal. He put it up with the uh, with the price tag of one hundred and twenty-three pound. Bloody hell, that's not bad. I'm pretty sure that the guy who bought it probably paid more than that because the company had to design the thing because that's not what they make. They make steel doors, not steel penises. So they yeah. probably had to well. they've had to design it and come up with it all and make it and get it delivered. So um, the guy who actually ordered it probably paid a hell of a lot more than what his mate's selling it for. So Bloody I'd hell. feel good. I'd ask for it back. <laughs> I'd say, yeah, you know they that must penis have seen I gave him. You? Can I have that penis I gave you back? <laughs> yeah, they must have seen him coming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, um, you know, when your ball goes over the fence when you was younger. Can I have my balls back, please? <laughs> and the seven-foot shaft with it, too. That's that's a hell of a present to get rid of, isn't it? It's sometimes like when you get a secret Santa gift and you just subtly re-gift it. But, like, imagine something like... Oh, I don't know. I don't think I've ever had like a present that big that I've tried to get rid of. No, I can't say uh, I have. Anyway. I've just got to the the end of Link's Africa since double. Christmas. What a double bed? That's quite big. A double head. Bed. I don't. Bed. Did you once get a double bed in a secret Santa? Yeah. Well, that that's a hint. What? It was a really small one. It was like a Sylvanian family one. Oh. Uh... It, it was when um, we announced that it was when John was uh, all about to get born. It wasn't even Secret Santa. It someone bought it as a joke present and went, oh, you're going to need another bed. And uh, gave me this little Sylvanian. It's in the bin now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't uh, know. I, I put it in the recycling. Do you smoke in that place? It looks it looks like you've had like a like hundreds of people just sitting in that building smoking. It's very yellow, isn't it? I think hold on, if I turn nicotine tarred walls. It's a shame the viewers can't you know viewers listeners can't view this. Because yeah, you, you've got nicotine tarred walls. If you took like a, a, a hot cloth to that wall, you'd end up with just a white smear. No, I'll put on an actual light. This would be great for the viewers. Oh, look at that. He's got an actual ring light, a big one. Are you at home at the moment, MJ? Yeah. Yeah. This is just the office. It's not It's not the living room. There's a fridge in your office. Yeah, but my fiancé uses it to uh, put her macarons in. Ooh, uh, Mrs. Ooh, uh, anyway, this it? week, yeah, I went and got a new tattoo. Tattoo. What did you get a tattoo of? Ravens on my arm. I really um, like that. Cutler oh, Ravens, yeah. Once it's healed all properly. Huh? Got yourself a murder. Yep. What else have we got on here? Weird news. I found a couple of weird news stories. Actually, uh, a London news story. Have you seen this about this um, new swimming pool in London? That's no. a little bit unusual. Have you heard about this? 
Yes, I did, and it looked amazing. It was one of the weirdest things, but I thought I'd love to go on that. I'd love I, to, but Sarah I wouldn't. I think I know what you're talking about. There was a. I remember reading an interview. This guy had brought this um, like cylindrical silver tube for 123 pound off of marketplace on Facebook and turned it into a <laughs> swimming pool. No. It was like a jacuzzi, because every now and then it used to foam and fill with bubbles. (laughs) Especially if people were getting a bit too close to the sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Sammy Snake! Of course, it's not not a murder of ravens, is it? That's crows. Yeah, it is. It's unkindness or conspiracy for ravens, isn't it? And if you are listening to this on on a podcast app, you haven't just rewound (laughs) that bit of the podcast. We are carrying on. Yes. This is the way my brain works, all right? So this is to confuse everything. And I needed to rectify it. Yes. And I know what Criddens is like. He'll keep the mistake in and he won't get my rectification in. Yeah. I don't know what you mean. No, I know what you so mean. So it was Suggs. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, um, this, this oh, swimming pool. Man United game. They're currently winning 6 2. That sounds like a rip roar of a game. Mm. They'd be upset. Esports Man United. Oh well. Um, the the swimming pool itself is ten feet deep, contains about four hundred and fifteen tons of water. Um, it's about eighty two foot long, and the one thing to make it different from all the others, it's one hundred and fifteen feet above the ground, and made of clear acrylic, so you can see right down to the floor when you're swimming. That's so cool. I can see lots of floaters being made in this pool. You can climb on killing people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's in yeah. um, Nine Elms in the Embassy Garden skyscrapers in Nine Elms in London. Um, Nine Elms, there's a lot of markets and places there, and actually a, a really nice coach park. So if you're a coach driver, you can go and park there. Um, but yeah, Nine Elms. Is that close to Harrods? Am I thinking that no, area? No, it's Saffa, Saffa the River. Sap of the river. Sap of the river. Only just sap of the river. Just up, up from Vauxhall. But, um, is he trying to make music again? It's, it's just Suggs. He's just popped into my front room. Oh, well, <laughs> it's, it's him it's again. Make no sense because I'm in my kitchen. It's him again. There he goes. <laughs> He's just taking his time in Faversham, waiting for MJ to turn up to record a special birthday message for me. And uh, yeah, MJ didn't turn. I arranged it all. I arranged it all, and uh, terrible. I arranged it so I get, didn't get to meet my own musical hero. <laughs> Not yet, MJ to meet on my behalf. That is a weird thing. Like I think you do. Like Adam, could you go and speak to him for me? Record the message, and then <laughs> then report back. It's like when you fancy someone at school. Can you go and ask them out for me? Oh, it is very that similar to that. I didn't fancy anyone at school. Did you not? No. A- apart from Christine Aguilera, but she didn't go to my school. She I mean, would have been went, in your class. You went to a boys' school. <laughs> yeah. And you're, and you're heterosexual, so... Still, the 74-year-old Kirk she. <laughs> <laughs> Anything oh. to get some extra chips at dinner time. I once saw her ankles. <laughs> You've seen the ankles on Deirdre. 
<laughs> right, I think on that note, maybe we should um, get Dave in to, to do the quiz. What do you reckon? Definitely. I've got a funny feeling the quiz <laughs> might last a bit longer than normal this week. Yeah, Dave, 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 Dave is so funny that we, we could just keep him on. We've got Dave and Dave, which could be quite good. The two um, Daves. Oh, oh! before we go on, um, mm-hmm. uh, before we introduce Dave O'Flynn, um, I do actually have um, a theme tune. Do you want to hear some of it before before you get to hear it for real? Um, yes, please. Okay, yeah. go on then. <laughs> 250 pound I spent on that's it's good isn't it wow <laughs> yeah nice so right let's uh 250 quid 250 quid eh I, I got the money because I got some money from you being framed because as Paul came back from home the other day um I just set up a, a little a little trap so when he walked through the front door, his bollocks took a right pasting. I, I heard Paul got the money from buying a big steel structure and then selling it for twice the price marketplace. Did someone just fart then? I think I might have. Dave, Dave, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. It's Dave the Elephant. Hooray! Woo! And, and Geraldine's with me. Ah, f- right, I'm with you, Dave. <laughs> And Paul's with me, but he's going to be quiet this week. Um, oh, 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 I got a proper jingle. Do you want to hear it? Oh, proper one. Go on, then. Yeah. Royalty free. Yeah. It's time for Dave the Elephant and Geraldine Giraffe's quiz. E.G. Example given. Here's elephant and giraffe. Yeah. So there it is. There is the amazing uh, theme tune that I spent £250 on getting commissioned this week. Um, let's hope we get a sponsorship soon. This show's cost me a fortune. Uh, right. Uh, over to the guests. So we've got, uh, oh, we've got a special celebrity guest. And he's got the same name as me. But he's not an elephant. He's a human being. So, hello to our mystery guest. Introduce yourself, please. Hello, I'm Dave O'Flynn. I'm not an elephant, but I am called Dave. Nice Thanks to see you all. And, and uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Okay, yes. Uh, well, I'm a, I'm a human, which we've established. Uh, a human who just wants to ask a very quick question. For you. Did you genuinely spend £250 on that jingle, Paul? Uh, no, I did. Dave did. Yeah, D- sorry. D- yes, D- DT Elephant. Did you spend £250? Well, well done. Uh, uh, no. Did he, he just played it off YouTube just now and riffed? Thank oh. you, Geraldine. I appreciate your input. But uh, yeah, OK. Well, so, yes, I- I'm on the show because Paul asked me to and I feel quite honoured, frankly. Um, I, I, it's, not my, it's my first podcast, so I'm, I'm rather excited. You're taking my podcast, Cherry. And if you play it right, Pet, I'll take your first giraffe sex cherry at the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a lovely nose. There's something about your nose that just my nose is signs out. My nose is very long. It's probably the size of yours, DT Elephant. Uh, the thing is, with a big nose, when you give me oral, you'll hit all the spots. And if you <laughs> it, I'll just sit on your nose. 
Anyway, um, I have no idea how to respond to that. I don't know how you're supposed to respond to a talking elephant referencing oral sex. Can I just point out also, Dave, that when we originally did this, it was to sell to CBBC. So it's great that we're still keeping within the guidelines of that as well. Yes, yeah, and it's it's not that Paul has has changed the the, the remit at all, is it? Exactly. It's it's Geraldine who's who's really naughty. Um, You know, Paul just interjected then trying to remind her. um, uh, I suppose we best meet meet, uh, other two contestants. So, uh, AMJ, introduce yourself. Hello, I'm AMJ. Uh, I am a... I'm a butcher from uh, Home Bay. And uh, I love butchering. It's one of the great that I have. Uh, 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 now with the host, who hasn't got any glasses on, the producer of the show, introduce yourself. I've got my glasses on. That's what I said. The, the, the host with glasses on. Oh, but it's without. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm Mark. I've got glasses. Uh, I'm the producer, <laughs> and I'm trying out my new mic this evening. Ooh. Yes, which you which you sort of advertised, if you like, or, or referenced on Facebook, didn't you? So. Yeah, I'm trying to get a, some money off. It's not happening yet. <laughs> <laughs> that old chestnut. Yeah. Just, you know, Paul got some money off his microphone for saying thank you on his radio show. Oh, really? You, you shouldn't really talk money on these shows, but how much? <laughs> Somewhere in the region of nineteen point nine percent and twenty point one percent. That's quite. <laughs> I wonder what it could be. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm oh, just giving out some round numbers. Well, they're not round, are they? Because they've got decimal points in. That's besides the facts. Right. Uh, first question this week is going to go to A and J. Then we're going to go DJ Critters, uh, and and then we'll end up with. Dave O'Flynn! Uh, we do that twice over, okay? <laughs> so, going over to you, AMJ. Yes. In in the 19th century in Florence, not a lady, is the town slash city in Italy, it was yeah. illegal for women to wear what? I am going to go with, I think it's something really obscure. I'm going to go with clogs. Clogs. Ooh. Clogs. I don't know the answer. Geraldine does, though. I'm just an elephant. Uh, DJ Critters. Uh, it's legal for women to wear what in 19th century Florence? Um, I'm going to go with trousers. Mm, trousers. Oh, I wonder why. Because he's a chauvinistic. Um, <laughs> this is 19th century. That's what I'm going with, yeah. The question what do you think should have been illegal for to wear? It's what do you think was? <laughs> oh, I'm just trying to be a different show. Yeah. I'm just trying to be edgy for the kids. Yeah, yeah. for the kids because they love chauvinism. I mean, they're, they're all they're it, that's all, all they're after. Mum, can you turn over CBBC? I'm trying to get some chauvinism on the telly. Exactly. <laughs> have you ever um, Peppa Pig? Um, right. Um, it was illegal for him to what wear in the 19th century, D-O-V. Don't well, uh, frustratingly, I was going to say trousers as well, so I'm now trying to think of something humorous. So I, I, I will say um, uh, a mask. Well, I tell you what, Dave, that would have been a really good answer considering everyone's wearing masks at the moment. But I'm afraid you're all stone cold wrong. 
Um, the answer is buttons. What? Oh. Well, no wonder why in the Renaissance they had their tits falling out whilst being painted. Does anyone else want to point point out the fact that the Renaissance wasn't the 18th or 19th century, whatever he says? But we we, we won't do that because that would be rather unfair. But well, can I ask what was the rationale? What why why would women not be allowed to wear buttons? What what's the issue with with button wearing women? Dave Flint, I'll be honest, I ain't got a f-ing clue. I, just, yeah. <laughs> I, I do no more research than that. And you know, I only, these laws. It's ridiculous. I, I, I only referenced. Uh, the Renaissance, because that started in Florence, and I thought, you know, that's a little bit of a education for the listeners. I know it went the 19th <laughs> century, mate. And for that, you've lost the <laughs> point. I was about to give you five points, but you're on minus one now. Oh. Well, I've lost six then. Okay, yeah, I do apologise. I, I, I shouldn't have picked you up on that. That was silly, wasn't it? Silly. I feel rather ashamed of myself, Paul. I'll I, I ta- I tell you what, Dave. You've, you've shown great humility there. <laughs> Five points. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. That's that makes me feel all warm inside. (laughs) That as warm as your nose is going to feel warm inside me. Uh, Right, carrying on. Um, Second question. Uh, We we can't get sidetracked because DJ Critters tells us off. Um, DJ Critters, you're a man of first aid, aren't you? Yeah. Go on. Uh, This question is uh, in your favour, really. Uh, where on the human body would you find the zygomatic bone? Um, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> um, I'm going to say in your ear. In your ear? Um, just mine or everybody's. <laughs> Possibly an elephant's ear. I'm not sure. Definitely. I'm going to go with a human's ear anyway. Okay. Um... You know, the question did say human body, so I was just being a silly little elephant. Silly elephant. Two, two, don't forget. Uh, Dave O'Flynn, where on the human body is the zygomatic bone found? Uh, In the hips. Oh, Shakira will accept that because she says the hips don't lie. Um, She also says something weird like my breasts are small like mountains or something, doesn't she? she? She says, thank goodness my breasts are small and humble. So you don't confuse them with mountains. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, yes. But how, what a bizarre lyric. It is completely bizarre. Uh, that's why I like it. And she's a she-wolf. Um, not that I'm a big fan of Shakira. Uh, AMJ. Can I cut that out at a later date and have that woo-woo as like a message tone to like just see me through the week? <laughs> woo-woo! What type of wolf was that? Well, she's a she-wolf. She goes... Well, she does it much sexier than I do it, but she goes, Ooh. Shakira is very much like New York. So good, they named her twice. Shakira, Shakira. Um, uh, I'll be honest, it made me think of uh, Chris Akabusi and, and John Fashion. You're going, Wooga. Uh, anyway. All the references tonight, Shakira, <laughs> Chris Akabusi, we're really yeah. the youth listening to this, aren't we? Why not just get Fred Dinage in as well? After <laughs> Fred Dinage, he's still going. Fred Dinage was an old newsreader when I was about eight. That's over 30 years ago. He's still reading the news. He, he, he's not aged, though. He's always looked old, hasn't he, Dinage? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think we're digressing here. Yes. Or digressing, as I like to call it. And for once, it's not Geraldine's fault. No. Uh, AMJ, 
Where on the human body is the psychomatic bone found? I'm going to go. Call me crazy. You're crazy. Uh, I'm going to go with... Thank you. I'm going to go with the big toe. It sounds very big toey. Uh, I don't know why. I just like I just like the bone that's in the big toe. I think it's a great bone. I don't know why, <laughs> but I just just think that would be the greatest name for it. It's a great <laughs> bone, and that's what she said. That's what she yeah. has ever said that to me, mate. <laughs> we have got three different answers, and I'm afraid you're all wrong. But Dave O'Flynn's got such a cheeky smile; he's got himself two bonus points. Dave, don't bother counting up the points because it won't be the same at the f***ing end. AJ, you, I loved your answer, so I'm giving you 62 points. That's really good. However, I've just realised your beard's a bit unkempt, and uh, so I've just minus 61 points. Just there underneath your ear, there's there's two strands sticking out. It's <laughs> me right How up. can you see that? Because <laughs> I've got... Not- it's been in months. The thing is, the thing is, AMJ. My hairdresser. I've actually had it trimmed. The thing is, AMJ. With a giraffe, we've got good eyes for beards. And, and to be honest, it's more of a dig at the fact that it's the neatest it's been in a very long time. I just wanted to be a tease. Oh, but, you. But it's also beards. <laughs> this is a clue to the answer. It's the facial cheek. Oh. Ah. Oh. Do I get any bonus points? Um, no. <laughs> it's been a while since you finished in last place, Critters, so... I know, I'm going to go cry in the corner if it happens. Not that I uh, keep a record of who comes first, second and third. Let's just be honest, if you're a guest, there's a high chance you're coming first because I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think surely people you know well enough to invite on this would not be offended by finishing last in a three-man quiz. <laughs> You never know, people got fragile egos. Um, right, so, oh, bit of music now. You ready for some music? Ooh, of oh, yeah. So, that is the theme tune from Inspector Gadget, Dave. So, your question is this. In Swedish, what is entrance and driveway... Respectively. I hope this is some vague. So in Swedish, what is entrance and driveway? So is is it this, this, the same word or the, the, oh, it's two different words? Two different words. But, uh, they've, but I'll give you all a clue. They've got the same suffix. Okay. Um, sorry, it was... Um, drive no entrance and driveway, yeah, yeah, that's right. uh, in, in Swedish. So I would say in, in Swedish, entrance is um, entrance and driveway is driveways. Um, thank you very much, Dave O'Flynn, for your very good answer. <laughs> uh, we're going to go to AMJ next. Why not? Yeah, well, I am going to go. Uh, yes, please. I, I normally give the question again. Well, you don't upset our listener. Um, no. in Swedish, <laughs> what is entrance and driveway, respectively? I, I, I think entrance is con and driveway is verse, and that's what the trainers were named after. Yep, because con and verse have the same suffixes. 
you thick piece of shit. critters. In Swedish, what is entrance and driveway, respectively? Oh, dear. Um, I'm going to go with inway and driveway. I'm just going to go with that. Just going to go with that. that That's a good answer. That's a good answer. That's annoyingly good, actually. Uh, Geraldine. Uh, I tell you what, DJ Critters, I'm going to give you six bonus points because you got a prefix right. Um... And uh, Dave Flynn gets uh, some points just for oh, what lovely air. And AMJ, I love it, dinosaur. So you're getting 24 bonus points. How about that? Oh, every day. Jurassic Can I say, Park. J- J- Jurassic Park. Excellent. Just oh. <laughs> spend the entire hour doing partridge quotes. Just, uh, that is the best Valentine's Day I had for seven years. What did you do seven years ago? Just had a better one. Um, uh, honestly when you said sweden this is absolutely true i was swear to this as though under oath in court earlier on i referenced the not the nine o'clock news sketch with the swedish man buying the deodorant i assume do, do, do you all know that you, you probably yeah. Do. Yeah. yeah so for the listeners i'm sure we can say this if i credit it's not our joke it's not the nine o'clock news but um oh, we're f- take it with jack white all mate no, Jack Whitehouse. That's what Critters calls him, Jack Whitehouse. To avoid being sued. But, um, yeah, for, for, for the listener then, a man goes into a pharmacy in Sweden and he says, I want to buy some deodorant. And the man at the counter says, ball or aerosol? And the customer says, neither. I want it for my armpits. And <laughs> I have to say, even though I first saw that when I was probably eight or something, it had me howling with laughter. It stays with me to this day. Absolutely. Mm. It's, it's the most joke in the world but it's brilliant isn't it uh, I like that joke it's a fair funny now, are you are you ready for the answer yes yes oh DJ Critters is doing some weird shit on this video Very again this isn't for, for, for radio because people won't see it but he's just used some very flashy um, uh, emoji tool which is which is very clever um, I'm in shock there you go oh so, sod off I'm, I'm useless I won't be able to do that yeah. Oh, I'm with, I can't find anything to go. Oh, oh, there's a lover. Oh, <laughs> don't want to give the lover. Oh, there's another one. Oh, oh I tell you what, AJ, you've just got yourself three bonus points for giving me love arts. Well, that's hey. well done. Way, way. All right, you're going the right way to lose them now. Oh. So, the answers are in fart and up fart. <laughs> really? Oh. 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 That is true story. Now, AMJ, we're coming to you next for the next question. Lovely. Oh, thank you very much, Geraldine, for setting me up for the next question. Now, AMJ, um, you, you've got a show coming up, haven't you, in Brighton? Yes, I do. I have a, a Brighton Fringe show. Yeah. Well, what's it called? It's called Entertainer, about stories of working on a holiday park in the UK. You're not just reading the life and times of Scott Joplin. No, I wish I could have. That sounds much better. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that joke, Dave. Thank I, you. Uh, I just find it hard to laugh. Um, so, <laughs> AMJ. Yeah, yeah, yes, Dave. That, that that brings us lovely into our next question. Where were the fortune cookies invented? <laughs> 
I reckon it's one of these things where it's not the place that you think the fortune cookies were invented. So I'm going to go with Birmingham. <laughs> the UK. I, stand, I, say. Uh, the UK I reckon they were invented in the UK, but I'm instantly regretting that as it left my mouth. Okay. Um, oh, we're over to DJ Critters next. Where were those fortune cookies invented? Now, I'm pretty sure it's somewhere in the USA. So I'm going to hazard a guess at San Francisco. Did you leave your heart there? I did. That's why I'm half dead. That's very specific, Critters. I suspect if you'd have said America, that might have been all right. No, it wouldn't be. If you said it would be. Well, AMJ, AMJ gave a, uh, so, a, a, a yeah, so town. I, I, yeah, okay. Uh, so, Dave O'Flynn, uh, where were the fortune cookies invented? I, I, I agree with the two lads. It's not going to be somewhere on the Orient. And I'll be honest, I was going to say America. You know, a load of uh, immigrants in the late 19th century probably um, set them up as a bit of a a token and a gimmick to in, get people out to, to eat food. So I will, I won't say anywhere in America. I won't steal Critters Thunder. So I'll, I'll just reverse the whole thing and I'll say Beijing, just in case it's a double bluff. Okay, oh. well, I've got to let you know that uh, DJ Critters, he gets himself 51 points. Oh, really? Was it actually San Francisco? It was San Francisco. Oh, nice. Oh, I have to oh. say very impressive. See now, if you watch, if you watch Iron Man three, the uh, the terrorist in there talks about fortune cookies being invented in America, and I think he does mention San Francisco. Was this was this the time of the gangsters and everything? Was it people wandering around with sort of violin cases and having fights over fortune cookies and things? Probably. Hey, Johnny Tatelips, where's your mother? Who says they're gonna matter? <laughs> the fortune cookie. Yeah, I don't my ABC. See. Yeah. It's a, from the Simpsons, isn't it? The, the, the old, uh, the, the, the old Don, when, when Homer says to him, well, you could retire to New York and sell, um, uh, sell little statuettes of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. And he says, I'm an old Italian stereotype. But yes, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> ooh, 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 this is exciting, isn't it? The, oh, the, Dave? Yeah, this is very you exciting. you got under that table. <laughs> Geraldine. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh. No, we met Nunu. Don't, don't, don't be rude. Now, we've already had our fifth question, haven't we? Have we? I've lost count. Um, good, because we might have a bonus one. Uh, oh. oh, no, because we went to AMJ first then, didn't we? Uh, so it's DJ Critters. It's good. I'm still on track. Uh-huh. I, ain't, I ain't messed it up. <laughs> right. DJ Critters, we, we've got a bit of music again. Ooh. Ooh. Getting good at this, Dave. Oh, stop it there before we have to pay them royalties. <laughs> that was madness driving in my car. Never been played on Scout with Paul, which you can hear 7pm on Wednesdays and 5pm on Saturday. Um, anyway, <coughs> DJ Critters. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> you often heard that with Otis Ciarbark or Ed the Dark, didn't you? 
Go over to Toby Amstead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Next up, the weather with Bob Fleming. <laughs> you can deep laugh. You know he can't talk when he laughs. It's like, it's like a young spit the dog. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't laugh. want to the dog? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I decided against that joke, Crude, as I was toying with whether to make one or not. <laughs> oh, dear. He just had a peanut stuck up his trunk. Anyway, DJ Critters. Who's peanut? Oh, oh, peanut. Yeah. yeah. DJ Critters, I'm going to hand you back to Dave. Don't make him laugh. Okay. Oh, thank you, Geraldine, for, for taking over. Um, so that was madness driving in my car. Uh, but this question is, what is banned in public places in Florida after 6pm on a Thursday? Um, I'm going to go with cars following that music. OK, um, because the Inspector Gadget one really followed on. <laughs> it really uh, did, didn't Dave, it? Dave O'Flynn uh, was banned until 6pm on a Thursday. Sorry, a band until 6pm or band after 6pm? Oh, sorry, after 6pm. You don't have this on Mastermind, do you? Um, no, I, you get a question that lasts 45 seconds and you've only yeah. got a minute to answer the question. Yeah, I, I've noticed that. I think that's unfair, actually. And you're not allowed to interrupt on Mastermind, I have to say. I, I, I think they should try and balance them out a bit more. Because um, Rob Deering could have got the full 11. Good. Okay. Well, we've, we've at least we've clarified that in the podcast, if nothing else. Um, I was going to say something along the side of cars. I was going to follow critters and say sounding your car horn. But then when you said the sarky comment of yeah, of course, Inspector Gadget had something to do with it. I'm going to say something outlandish for Florida. I'm going to say taking your alligator for a walk. In my car. Okay. Um, Jay, over to you. It's the sort I of reckon... thing the Americans would do, Dave O'Flynn. So, I, I don't know. I'm, I was okay, kind of... MJ, let me read the question. Doing it again. Um, what is banned in public places in Florida after 6pm on a Thursday? Is it something, like, again, like, because he's always throwing me the, these questions. I'm going to go with an obscure answer, because I think I read something about it. Is it Cyber Pets or Pokemon Go? Cyber Pets and Pokemon Go are banned until after 6pm. Because people using them in the street causes accidents. Oh, that's really... a sensible one for you. Sensible. See, the thing is, that, 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 that's a very sensible answer. Although, fundamentally, any answer we give is nonsense. Because why would it be banned on a Thursday, but OK on a Wednesday and a Friday? Such a bizarre law. Because they're American. Because <laughs> they're American. <laughs> yeah. Good answer. That, that's the answer to the question. Is the international market, Dave. No, okay. Now, I tell you what, I really liked your answer, MJ. That was really smart. So, I'm going to give you 42 bonus points. DJ Critters, you fell into the trap. This was QI. The klaxon would have gone off and we'd have all totted at you. But I tell you, this ain't QI. You've got yourself 112 points. And Dave O'Flynn, your eyebrows are just giving me funny flutters. <laughs> oh, God. So, you've got yourself 200 points. What, I, I, what, what an embarrassing moment in my life that I've done well on a radio quiz because of how I look. <laughs> yeah, the eyebrows. What was the answer? 
What answer that? That's the answer. You can't do that after 6 p.m. on a Thursday in Florida. Like this. Well, that one sounded like he pushed his hemorrhoids out. But I, I, I stand by our, our query. Why on Wednesday is farting at that time okay and so it is on Friday, but specifically Thursday it's just deemed unacceptable? I, I'll refer you to my previous answer. <laughs> hey, yeah. I, I don't research this. I don't even know if these are real answers. No, I wasn't really expecting you to know, Paul. It was more a rhetorical... You know, what's the point of a rhetorical question? But, um, However, Paul knows the answer. But he's not here. He's he's gone to toilet. Well, not in America at, at, at this time of night. He can't. De- definitely not. Final so, question, Dave. Yeah, final question going to Dave O'Flynn. So, this song, here is a, a, a song. It's not the song I wanted. It's good, isn't it? Try again. Yeah, I'll try again. Oh, Oh, I feel like I'm Trevor Feelgood now. Oh, come on, work, you piece of sh**. Trev, what are you doing here? Oh, Not again. It. Oh, it's gone wrong. I promise it's part of the act. One star. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh that'll be another audio recording coming our way. So that's a really annoying song that gets repeat because the two-year-old who lives in this house really likes it. And it's called I Am A Gummy Bear by Gummy Bear. So your question is, Dave O'Flynn, what do you call a group of unicorns? <laughs> Colin. Good answer. Colin of unicorns. MJ, Dave's got me laughing. It's just... It's just so surreal. It's like having Paul Merton on the show. It <laughs> is. <laughs> uh, is it dolphin in the bathtub? Uh, uh, AMJ, what, what do you call a group of unicorns? Many unicorns. That is right. That is right. <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult any to answer, argue with. Yeah, any answer's <laughs> right because they don't exist. Yeah. Well, also, yeah. More than what a plural of unicorns. He's, yeah, exactly. he's, he's right. I'll take the points. <laughs> yeah, next. Just get, go bananas. Right, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, DJ Critters. Oh, dear. What do you call a group of unicorns? Well, of course they exist. They are the national animal of Scotland. And a group of unicorns. A group of unicorns is called a blessing. That's lovely. That's really nice. That's, that, I said something nonsense. AMJ gave an actual technically correct answer, and you've come up with that. It's lovely. Yeah. So I'm good at this. Or am I? What's the answer? I have to say, you're, the, the voice of DT Elephant sounds like John Richardson when he does an impression of himself. <laughs> oh, 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 I'll take that. I'll oh, take sorry, that. Geraldine. Not, not, no, I got the wrong one. The impression of... The, the, the Geraldine the giraffe sounds like when John Richardson takes the mick out of his own voice. But DJ Critters and AMJ say, say I sound like Sarah Millican. Yeah. That's why one of our shows was called Sarah Millican, because I featured heavily in it. 
Sarah well, Millican, yeah, it, it's just a cliche. She sounds like someone doing an impression of a Geordie. <laughs> that, that's Millican. Yeah, she's yeah, actually from Cornwall. Yeah, but she, yeah, <laughs> a generic sort of Geordie. Uh, Hello, pet, I'm on the stage and I've got something funny to tell you. And, I, and then I'll read out a little bit more like that, you know. <laughs> I think there goes Oscar and Sarah Millican. Um, as a guest now, she was confirmed for next week, but there we go. What have you said that's offensive to Sarah Millican? No, you She'd just love did. that. So, so what's offensive about it? saying you sound like someone from where you're from? Look, if Paul, got ups- if Paul upset people by reading out a f-ing shopping list <laughs> with a bit of clever f-ing wordplay, then f**k them. Can I just point out he said, clever word- he said clever wordplay in the third person? Yeah, that's yeah. what I like. That's a true comedian there. Isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, great I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an undiscovered yeah. genius. Yeah. Oh, John, might I just say, I've, I've come back in the room. to just, I respected all of those complaints and I am still so humbly sorry if any offence was caused. It wasn't meant to be. And uh, as Geraldine put it so harshly, it was just meant to be a little bit of wordplay. So if anyone's upset by by that event six years ago, I I, I can only humbly apologise. Anyway, can I do a wordplay joke? Whenever somebody I know dies, afterwards I always refer to them in the conditional tense. It's what they would have wanted. <laughs> you, you could use that about any of AMJ's gigs because, you know, it just dies on stage. Dreadful. Oh, Not wow. the gig, the joke. Oh, so, final scores then, Geraldine. Uh, I, I didn't actually keep it. Not you. The, the answer for a group of unicorns was the fantastic critters. You got it right. It was a blessing. Mm. Uh, really? It's an actual thing. Yeah, it's an actual thing, yeah. Incredible. Yeah, AMG, your, your answer was technically correct. And I'll, I'll be honest, my ears twitched when you said it. With excitement, so you'll get some bonus points. And Dave O'Flynn, you, you were just so absurd that you got yourself a load of bonus points. Now, are you wanting to hear uh, the, 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 the winners, losers and runners-up? Yes. Yes, please. Because we know how this is going go. to go. Uh, I'm afraid uh, that there is... Um, AMJ, I'm afraid you're a loser. So are you, DJ Critters, and so are you, Dave O'Flynn. But the good news is you're all winners because you're all tied on points this week. Hey! Wonderful. That's amazing. It very rarely happens. Um, I've got to... It's never happened. Never mind, rarely. Um, and Dave O'Flynn, I, I've got to apologise for Paul's sloppiness of not removing the red M&Ms in your bowl. Yeah. Well, um, it's about time you apologise, quite honestly. It's, you know... Uh, Appropriate. <laughs> I'm sure there are people who actually behave. Well, there are. There's the Mariah Carey story that she she insisted on only a certain colour of M and M's or something. Oh, and, and I, I read that there was there's one um, act who who put in at the bottom. The only reason he put in a slight bit of detail was to make sure that they actually read uh, what what his demands and 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 if they couldn't treat him right. They wouldn't treat his stage crew or or his technical crew right. So he was like, if, if you can't treat me right, I don't want to play at the venue. 
It's so they don't break contract, isn't it? So if you don't have the M&Ms, you can pull the show if there is something wrong. It's clever. Is that is that what it is? Genuinely, yeah. you put something outlandish in so it gives you an excuse to pull out in the event that you want to. Exactly. Uh, I love it when people... Oh, I didn't know that. Well, that, every day's a school day. That's wonderful. Well, this is it, yeah. So, so any time, any time you, like, Paul puts on something, this is the way forward. I, I didn't know that. And then, of course, presumably, let's say in that example, the M&Ms are unacceptable, but the person's happy generally. They just let it go, just carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's some really odd ones. Yeah, yeah. Just, just to give them an excuse in the event that they want to have a hissy fit. Yeah. I, I, I never knew that. I, yeah. Well, there you go. And you get full payment. Yeah, because someone else has broken the contract. Yeah. Mm. I'd like to thank all our guests, AMJ and DJ Critters, but the biggest thanks goes to Dave O. Apostrophe Flynn. Woo! Great to see you, man. Yeah, and you. Thank you for having me on. It's uh, it's been a lovely hour. And now well, I should I... say that because it's probably edited down to about fifteen minutes, isn't it? So it's sorry. Supposed, it's it's supposed to go time. on for about twenty minutes, but oh, yeah. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the giraffe was hardly at fault this time. It's just having fun. It's Makes nice when you can see everyone's face and everything. It's great. And everything. Where's my camera pointing? <laughs> oh. yeah. I don't right, like it. You can see Grantham. my McDonald's sign quite clearly now. Look at that. Yeah. I haven't got a forehead anymore. I've got a five head. Have you got much planned for this week? Anyone got anything interesting planned for this coming week? Uh, well, it's bank holiday, isn't it? So mm. hopefully not much. Although the, the weather's supposed to be disappointing. In a typically British way, we just get to three days off and then, ah, now we're going to rain. Oh, then great, thanks. Yeah, it's always the way. You can never have a bank holiday that's nice and sunny. It's quite rare. I, I, I blame Michael Fish, personally. Yeah, for everything. Fault. Yeah, well, yeah, yes, not specifically. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. For just for all things that are unacceptable. It's entire it's bloody fish. Him yeah. again. Bloody trains late. I've had fishes behind yeah. this. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Excuse me, wait, this soup is abominable. Now where's that fish? Yeah. <laughs> is he still with us, Michael Fish? Um he's uh, never been on the show. I, I didn't mean with us as in like as part yeah. of the team. You mean he as he got the counts? <laughs> Has he gone to a meteorologist office in the skies? Yeah. He, he, he would be great for our accounts because we've had three quid donated throughout this whole run. <laughs> that's, all we've, that's all we've raised. And, you know, Dave spent 250 quid on a theme tune. Well, Michael Fish is still alive. He's 77. He, um, he stopped being a television presenter in 2004 after 30 years. He's how old? 77 now. Is that it? He's so... He, he, mm. you, you, you've got that wrong, Critters. What? When, when it's... Uh, I'll get Geraldine to read this out. It, it says his years active were 1962 to 2016. He's mm. just not had sex in five years. I'd be amazed if he's still doing that now. It'd be like a puff of talcum powder coming out the end. I hope he has to give a forecast to his missus beforehand. <laughs> It's going to be a yeah. downpour. You've got a high yeah, chance exactly, of disappointment. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. High pressure coming in from this end. <laughs> but talking about fish as well, he, he made one mistake about a storm yeah. and never lived it down. Like You could have a full like, career in politics now and do whatever you want, 
and that man slipped up once. Once. You know what the best thing was? The storm that he said wasn't going to happen was a storm in America that didn't happen, and he just got grossly misquoted. Is that true? (laughs) Yeah, that's true, yeah. There you go. October 87, incidentally, was the storm. Yeah, the year I was born. I was. Yeah. Yeah, he's only a young'un. I was actually on a a cross-channel ferry. I was on a cross-channel ferry with my parents, stuck out in the middle of the uh, ocean. Yeah, for about a week and a half, probably, in those days, trying to get you back. (laughs) What, what, in the stall? I don't know why I hit puberty, then. (laughs) 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 That that sounds terrifying. Yeah, exactly, that's horrendous. It's like something from Titanic. Yeah, yeah, but I was only little, so I didn't really care. That was great fun, isn't it? It's a running from one side little. of the ship to the other, going, Wee! Wee! You weren't running, you were getting thrown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holding on for dear love. That's, that, that sounds atrocious. I was in my bedroom at home. A bit scared. <laughs> How old were you, Dave? Eight. Eight, okay. Teen. No, I, I'm, I'm old, but I'm not that old. <laughs> Was it a booze cruise you were on, Chris? Like oh, really? I've just got visions of being stuck in like the Channel for a week and coming back with a few Toblerones and a crate of Paroli. You yeah. <laughs> doing a duty-free run? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, two kilos of backy as well under my arms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he needs it. It's, <laughs> it's medical reasons. Medicinal. Oh, right Medicine. on that. <laughs> anyway. Right. <laughs> on that it's note been... we're also good night um and yes uh thanks for joining us again once again mr dave o'flynn have you got any shows coming up anything plans you want to promote while you're here no i haven't in in short sorry oh, no i mean obviously i'm a, I'm a very lazy comedian and, and many other adjectives as well um and also covid of course is brilliant no, no, dickhead. I was thinking along the lines of. Um, no, um, I, I, I haven't done any in COVID, and yeah, so I'll do this for a bit of a laugh. So I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm an ideal guest because I've got nothing to plug. Yeah. Oh, Dave, Dave, you, you don't have to just plug. You, you could plug your wife's business if you like. Uh, well, okay. If, if anyone needs any admin support or a virtual PA, check out Oak House Business Services because that's an actual business that does do what I've just said. Yeah. Lovely. So there you go. I've plugged something. Yeah, I know, I know. I nearly phrased it like that as well. Yeah. <laughs> you plugged your wife. <laughs> he has to say it. We'd all, we'd all got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing with Dave. He, he has to tell the joke even if everyone's there. <laughs> I, 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 I'm watching right now, which looks like Matthew Corbett, if he was still doing it a few years later and having a slight <laughs> breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got a voice all of a sudden <laughs> and all of his friends <laughs> oh what are you going on about it's really cool bit musical insights <laughs>